Hello and welcome to You Had Me at Martini. I'm Susan and I am joined by my co-host Melissa. Hello everyone. And I don't think either one of us are drinking because it is uh, the middle of the day on a weekday. Yeah, kind of. I'm taking some drugs. Not be <laughs> sure. I am seriously not sure that I should be drinking with drugs, but we'll find out. because Well, you might want to explain why you're taking drugs before you just throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. just taking some drugs. <laughs> I just started some major hardcore drugs. I don't know why, Susan. That's the problem. I don't know what's going on. But my prediction is, read uh, listeners, and we'll know this soon, is that I have either a pinched nerve in my shoulder or some sort of tear of some sort. And the pain has been a 10 out of 10. And I'm going to end up with an ulcer after all of the over-the-counter meds I had. But it finally got so bad, I went to a doctor yesterday and got some more medicine, drugs, to fuck up my stomach. So we'll just see what happens with that. And a muscle. It's a ray of sunshine. I'm a ray. I am a super. I have not been. A... Oops. All right. Noodles. Hi, Noki. Well, somebody is driving their golf cart and letting their dog run along it. That's how the older people here walk their dogs. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So excuse me, anyone listening. But uh, yeah, and then they stop within our, you know, where my dogs can see them. And just let them be tormented. Yeah. So it's, it's thoughtful and I enjoy it so much. Um, so anyway, so. That, that's the update that maybe then by the next taping, I'll have my MRI done, which I'm getting done next week to find out what's going on. Cause I'm just a barrel of sunshine. Like you said, a barrel of it, barrel of sunshine. No, but it's, I mean, I've been there not with the shoulder, but I've had other issues like that where it's the pain is so hard to manage and you know you we're both the same that we're not just going to go just down like tons of really heavy duty meds but in the same breath it's just the worst when you're like that yeah. and there's nothing you can do right and my first always which is what i did was my massage therapist so massage therapy which was great for two times and then i started to see a pt person that my massage therapist recommended which of course I'm going to enjoy because I would prefer any holistic approach or any kind of, you know, more whatever. Non-invasive. Right. And she's been excellent with making me feel better for the hour that I'm there and then hour after, but then it starts up again. So I finally had to just suck it up and make an MRI appointment and see. So we will see what all of that pro you know produces but anyway so you're right but I'm good now so I'm not loopy though that's good news it's just at least I'm feeling semi-normal which is you know how it is when you're in pain you can't like you're only doing what you absolutely your tunnel it's just like what do I have to accomplish now and I've been still going to work and trying to dealing with that and so it's just you know yeah super fun so anyway so but after our last taping I think it was of our last hot seat that we did. Well, well, yeah. Well, I think it was after our last take. It doesn't really matter. It's yeah. irrelevant. The fact right. is someone else, a second listener in a row, Round sent of applause. us a suggestion for yeah. uh, a topic. And basically she just said, she texted me, because of course you guys all have our phone numbers because it's a small group <laughs> of people, and said like, hey, why doesn't Melissa put you in the hot seat? And I was like, okay. And then she nicely, very nicely sent Melissa some suggestions uh-huh. And so I am obviously not prepared because I don't know what's coming, but I can't imagine she's going to throw anything too crazy at me, but it could be wrong. No, I thought it was very nice of Donna, your friend. We'll give her yes. I'm sorry. Shout out to Donna. Yeah. Donna Donna. Awesome. Yeah. Um, she reached out to me. Very sweet. Gave me a holistic question. Some of which 
and and she you know she knows that we might have talked about it and she's right so it's fine I'm gonna ask her but I think it's very good I think we did we planned on always putting you in the hot seat I think we were just gonna do it when we you know we're we're like, to do, like every other day <laughs> yeah, exactly but anyway so I think it's it's kind of good because it's nice to hear someone else's questions because it is hard when we know so much about each other like you yeah have- I mean what can I ask you that I probably don't already <laughs> know the answer or could predict the answer I know right exactly and that's that's kind of how it is so it was like there were a few things but um it's good that someone else suggested it so we're gonna kick off right here with just mm-hmm. like just let's get Susan a little bit of a boost here because we all know Susan is super talented and seems to be good at everything <laughs> Donna, Donna, oh my God, shame on you! Yeah, I yeah, like to know right. what those talents are. Fill me hey, in. I would have never phrased it like that, but Donna obviously thinks highly of you. Well, um, but she probably wishes she had one talent that she doesn't have. What would that be, Susan? Oh God! I mean, I'm sure if I sat here and thought long enough, I could come up with a bunch. But the thing that comes to my mind right away and we've actually talked about this, this from a different angle is um being able to sing carry a tune not even be a good good like professional singer but as i've told you when my kids were little and i would sing to them they would cover their ears and ask me not to and you know you must be really bad if your children at 18 months are going mommy no and not one <laughs> child did it but all three and not copying each other it was independent so I think just to be able to go back and not scar their little ears from their childhood, I'd like to be able to carry a tune, but that's never going to happen. Or just be able to be good at karaoke. <laughs> like no. at least be sort of okay at it. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. I think mine would be similar. I think I'd probably want to play the piano. I started playing as a kid. I'd like to be proficient in one of those people that could sit down and mm. just start playing yeah. or, or also read the music and understand it. I, um, was as a kid took piano lessons because that's what my mom made me do. And I, I think we've talked about this too. Hated it. Hated it. Could not wait. We had, I had to practice every day. It was one of those things, very old school. Like I'm sure. Yeah. My kids had piano lessons. Right. I couldn't stand it. Hated it. Couldn't wait. And I classically trained to read the music and played very classical tunes, which of course was so like, are you kidding me? All I wanted to do was like do play Elton John shit. Right. But, and I couldn't do it. So as soon as I was old enough and mom's like, okay, you decide. I'm like, bail on this. I look back on that, like one of those life's regret. Like, I wish I would have continued with it because I think it would be cool to just be able to sit down and play piano. And I almost think it would be if I had a skill like that, like, um, like a source of, for lack of a better way of phrasing it, meditation. Like, I think when you're yeah. there and you're doing that, it's like, it's like when I paint and believe me, if anyone's listening, I can't paint, I, but I do do it for my own benefit because it shuts my yappy brain off because I get so engrossed in what I'm doing that it shuts down all the other senses and I'm just doing that one thing. And I would imagine playing an instrument would yeah, be very much like that. Yeah, you have to focus on it. it and does. piano's so beautiful, it'd be like soothing on top of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could just sit and like play and sing love songs all day. And- <laughs> <laughs> to yourself like that new Miley Cyrus one about yeah, I can exactly. bring myself flowers, you exactly. can sit alone. <laughs> I can play myself the piano. Just be all set. Okay. This one is, um, we've taught, we have a whole episode on this, a whole episode on this, but I'm saying it anyway, because I don't know, maybe it's changed. Pet peeve. Oh God. There's always pet peeves. There's always pet peeves. Well, I mean, I will say I'm in a golf, golf course community currently, and it's a lot of people who are quite a bit older than I am. And I swear to God, they play chicken with me and my dogs. 
they come right at me. They're looking dead at me. And the only place for us to walk when I'm walking the dogs is in that golf cart little lane. And, and the, the road is empty, but they're in the lane. They're looking at me and they're coming on fast. And I'm like, oh my God, they're not, they're going to kill us. I have to jump out and grab the dogs into somebody's yard. So that would be one pet peeve. I have a million that we've gone over before airplanes, people grabbing my seat from behind to stand up and, you know, use your quads. Okay. Like people who are farting in the plane when you're like, yeah, go to the bathroom, at least just stick that up. <laughs> we, could definitely, we could do a whole episode on plane. I mean, but yeah. yeah. I mean, God, I'm trying to think what other pet peeves lately. Uh, see, this is catching me off guard. I'm not in my pet peeve frame of mind. If I had, if I had some time to think about it ahead of time, Donna, driving, the drivers, pet peeve drivers, pet peeve. In the well, people around here also, when they're driving, run the stop signs too. It's like, it doesn't apply to them golf cart or car and it's dangerous. And you're just yeah. like, well, okay, no problem. I, you know, I'm just walking across the street, but please, you know, yeah, almost run me down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pay attention uh, to yourself. Okay, so oh, uh, here's a pet peeve, and this is one actually that goes on a lot nowadays. Um, people make assumptions about you and your political stance without you giving any indication, and start saying, "Well, you know how how kind of like we feel this way," and it's usually I'm not like them, and I'm like, mm, "Like, do I rock the boat or do I just let them think I'm one of them?" And that that is, makes me very uncomfortable because I don't think it's anybody's place to make assumptions about somebody else's. Um, values or stands on anything i think unless you've shared it it's just you know it's presumptuous and kind of i don't know nowadays i think it's a little bit dicey like oh you want to go there with someone if you don't really know for sure yeah probably not so don't ask me melissa because you might not we might not agree we might have a little topic on that later oh later uh (laughs) okay guilty pleasure what's your guilty pleasure? ice cream yeah, I know. I wish I could I say love or, or frozen yolk candy. Yeah. I mean, champagne, anything that's not good for me. But as I've told Melissa, my plan is this. I, I do. This is true. I believe in, in past lives and that you come back and so forth. So in my next life, gummy bears, red vines, bread, cheese, uh, alcohol, um, ice cream, candy, everything that is not good for you will be diet food, like health food right. and things like kale and lettuce and beans and, you know, uh, beets, any of that stuff will be like, will be like junk food. And people will be saying to me, like, I don't know how you do it. You can just have gummy bears and a bowl of ice cream for breakfast. <laughs> and like, I wish I could eat like you, but I just have to have kale. And I'll be like, I don't know. It's just how I'm wired. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I would say food too is like one of my guilty pleasures, but sometimes watching stupid TV, right? I've always said that, like the Kardashians I used to watch when they first came out. And I used to have to say it was my guilty pleasure because it was so stupid. Okay, all right. Well, if we're going to go down there, I still watch teen, the original teen mom that I watched with the girls. Now they're like in their 30s with three kids and whatever. But I still am like, what happened to them? So (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I tape in every once in a while. I, I check in. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. That's why it's a guilty. No, I'm super proud of that. Mm-hmm. Teen okay. mom. Who's the most famous person you've ever met? That Well, someone that everyone would know. Um, well, most famous. Yeah. I guess Dustin Hoffman. Oh, that's right. Okay. So yeah. when did you meet him? I was in an elevator. I was a senior in high school. My parents were in Europe and I was flying to New York to meet them and they were going to like, you know, take me around New York for the weekend. And he, it was just the two of us. And then the bellman, 
And, you know, I, I was completely oblivious. Like, he looked familiar, but I was like, you know, I was 18, totally self-centered, right? And he starts talking to me like, oh, are you here? And I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. I'm kind of like, you know, not really engaging. And then he gets off the elevator and that guy, the Belden's like, can you believe who that was? And I'm like, what? And he's like, Dustin Hoffman. I'm like, oh, shit. No wonder he looked familiar. Yeah, I blew him off. Hmm, good for you. And Plain. he never got yeah. over me. Playing hard. Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> he's still know. talking about it. The one time I was in the elevator, she didn't seem to know who I was. Like, what was that about? I don't think I've ever talked to a famous person like that, you know, like anyone famous like that, even in those close encounters, I've had none of that. I mean, I think the most famous I could say is I was eating dinner in an LA restaurant. I was working on business. We were there for business and Wolfgang Puck came to the table. I mean, that was about the extent of like anyone coming and acknowledging or looking and talking, but I've seen people from afar, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and not like, Oh, look it up in that far. But like in a restaurant, you've seen people. In a- oh, well, living in Bedford in New York, there's a lot of that. Yeah. So like, you know, I was in the school office bringing Taylor's lunch with Glenn, Glenn Close was there. And yeah, you know, Richard Gere was at a birthday party and um, Chevy Chase would be at the like the local little fair at the Catholic school. Yeah, that's cool. Paul Schaefer was friends with one of our friends. He, I hope he's not listening. <laughs> he is one creepy dude. Hi. Yeah. He'd just sit by the pool and all the kids were there. And like, it, it was just weird. He was weird. Uh-huh. Uh, so, but so. that's like, that's the extent. I haven't met anybody like, oh, hello. Well, my so. parents were friends with someone. He was some famous politician in Ireland. I met him. But of course, I was a kid. So I was kind of like, yeah, whatever. Oh, oh. And then Howard Hunt uh, stayed at my house. That's right. That's pretty, that's pretty famous. Yeah, that's kind of cool. for his luggage people because he was still in jail at that point. And my stepdad was uh, his attorney for his uh, case for his wife's plane crash. And I knew he was coming from jail. I didn't understand. It was like white collars for a country club. But mm-hmm. I was making sure he had no guns. And when my mom found out that I'd gone through his luggage, oh, my gosh, she was pissed. It's <laughs> so funny that you did that. I think that's well, so I, I mean, I, he was staying in the bedroom down the hall. And all I knew is he'd come out. He was let out of prison for this trial. And I was like. Oh, you know, in my head, he was some gunslinging murderer. So <laughs> whatever it is at the house. That's a good story, though. OK, uh, fashion trend you'd bring back that I would bring back whether you lived during it or not. Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know, because I'm thinking a lot of stuff I would not bring back that yeah. we were that I'm like, how did we dress like that? Um I do like those classic, um, I'm guessing 50s, like the A-line dress. It's like the sleeveless, kind of tight at the top and it goes out. Like I have a lot of pictures from when my mom was modeling and she would be in a dress like that with like an apron and like holding a can of pledge or whatever. But I really like those class, that classic look. Mm-hmm. I, I think, think that's that kind of that I would wear it around to the store, but I think, I, you know, I, you know, I like yeah. that. I think that, I guess it, that's a good like I would appreciate people dressing up more. I think there's been a lot of dressing down, okay. which I'm all about too, for sure. But even sometimes like just to like go out, it would be fun to have more opportunity. I agree with you. I, let's just go and dress up. Instead. I had this conversation the other day with a friend of mine. Probably it was you. Can't remember because I'm getting too old. But saying I have so many cute clothes and like I live in two areas where it's more vacationy and I rarely yeah. get to wear them. And it's like, I like dressing nice. Yeah. And a few times I do to go out, like to run my errands or something. If I see anyone I know, they're like, Ooh, you you know, why are you dressed like that? And I'm like, (laughs) it's just a nice pair of 
shoes and, you know, half the time I'm in skinny jeans, but I have maybe pumps, some nice necklaces, right. you know, jewelry or whatever. And it's like, God forbid, I'm not in my like joggers. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. But I really do like that classic look that where it used to be like when we were young and our moms would go to the store and like a nice dress and whatever, or, and curlers, let's not forget, they still had curlers <laughs> in the hair and a scarf over them, but still they had a nice dress on. They still did. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Some of those would be a little bit better. So that's a good one. Um, let's see. What famous people would you invite to dinner? This mm. is a hard one. This is a hard one. Because I don't know. I don't have anyone in particular that I would be. Um, maybe. I do have one. one well, person. I can think of like off the top maybe. of the people I, I like. Like I love Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. I think it would be fun to talk to him. I think Jason Siegel's hilarious. I think it'd be fun to talk to him. Um Oh, what actresses? I don't know. Um, I'd like to meet Hillary Clinton after watching that Hillary four-part documentary. Mm-hmm. I think it was on uh, maybe HBO or something like that. That was interesting. I'd like to meet her. Was it HBO? You're looking at me funny. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I think I, it was good. Um, yeah. I'd like to meet Michelle Obama. I'd like to have her for dinner. Yeah, she'd be one of the people. Or Barack, I'd, have, I'd like to have. Yeah, yeah. maybe Oprah. Yeah. Um, maybe Deepak Chokra. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Chopra. I think Chopra. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I think. Okay. Um. Well, what about you? Well, I would for sure have these. The I listen to pretty much on regular, which is interesting to me. This um, podcast called Pivot. Mm-hmm. And it's on technology and business mm-hmm. and. The story of the beginning of it is um, very funny. And I started listening to it during COVID and I can't, oh, you know, I listened to it because I heard on another podcast, this, the woman being interviewed, Kara Swisher. I think I've heard, you've heard me talk about her before. Yes. I'm obsessed with her and I'm obsessed with her co-host on Pivot, this Scott Galloway guy. Mm-hmm. And it's they, such a great, they're, they've been described. They're one of the top podcasts on Spotify, I think. Besides right? us. Besides us, right? Yeah. But they talk about, you know, people are really do enjoy them. And they're like um, a married couple. And they're not because she's a lesbian. He's mm-hmm. not. He's So she's the um, technology person. And she's been writing about it her whole life almost. And so I heard her on one that led me to this podcast. And I love it because the back and forth they have. And he's mm-hmm. more business and mm-hmm. just kind of more a little bit raunchy. And they play off each other very, very well. Um, <clears throat> So it's, I I'm, would have both of them because yes. they, their breadth of everything they know is, would be so interesting. And they're both funny and they're both truthfully honest and they're just, they, they have a whole bunch of experiences. So that would be really fun. They, I would have oh, Wait, can I add some people? Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause I just like to laugh. Yeah, I do too. But, th- but then these guys make you laugh while you're and yeah, so no, I'm saying they can all come. Like at my table, yeah. they're welcome too. Like yeah. he's would, interesting and funny. I'm all about that. I have Barack. Um, I probably like Dwayne Johnson because I am semi obsessed with him because he is such a um, hardworking, very hardworking, very humble. He seems like a fun guy, like just a good person. Yeah, he is so he is such a good guy and very giving and very very humble and like appreciative of everything he's been, he's worked for, he's worked yes. for it, right? He worked for it and he admits he worked for it and he appreciates that. So that, th- those are a few. I'm mm-hmm. sure 
bunch of other ones, but right now those are the top off my top of the head. Can we, can we invite Jesus? No. No, <laughs> no let's not. Oh, no. Well, we, okay. All right. I just thought he had a little interesting twist to things, but whatever. Or someone from the past, right? It would be interesting. But anyway, that's another question, I guess. If you could bring back anybody or have anybody, but. Uh, but these are things where I really have to think because off the top of my head, I just go into like brain freeze. I'm like, yeah. Right. Yeah, hot seat, hot seat. Yeah. That's why it's called the hot, hot seat. seat. Well, Susan's not good at that, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're doing just fine. Okay, here's one. <clears throat> What's the feature on your phone that you would be lost without it? Oh, texting. Yeah. Or I mean, sure. I just had a facial and I, I, you know, I had my phone on silent. I pick it up. I have like eight different conversations going. So popular. And how did you? Oh, respond? yes, that's me. Um, <laughs> exactly. But no, it's just, I found, I remember getting mad at the kids when texting first became a thing because I was just like, why don't you just pick up the phone and call them? And then finally, I remember one of them saying to me, mom, like I can be doing other things. I can be like doing my homework and putting my clothes away and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not stuck on a call where then I have to put all my focus there. And I was like, oh, I can, being a multitasker myself, I was like, okay, I get that. And I do think that texting allows for multiple conversations, disseminating information, but not getting stuck in one thing where then you can't get anything else done. So I do like it. I still love, I still like it for that too, but I also still hate it. I mean, sometimes there's just yeah. forth that you just are like, okay, we could solve this and this whole yes. text thread so much quicker if you just pick up the phone. But that's when you pick up the phone. Yeah. Like, well, yeah you, you can choose yeah. to not text. Yeah, you and well, I. All right, so what would you be lost without? I would be lost without texting too, but I, I feel the same way you do about it, mm -hmm. but it's a quick, easy way to just answer something. It's a quick, easy way to kind of push something off that you don't mm -hmm. really, but I would be lost without it. I don't need any, any other things <clears throat> necessarily. I think that's probably the best one. All right. Let's just ask this question. Let's just, okay, just do it. Wine preference. Red, white, rosé. I'm thinking, Donna, you haven't hung around Susan long enough. because. <laughs> <laughs> but it changes, to be fair, too. I've never been one that, I, I mean, I don't want, I, I can enjoy a good red wine, but it's never my go-to. I know. Forever in a day, it was Chardonnay. Then I branched out, and it was Chardonnay and Pinot Grigio, because my friend Mary turned me on to this really good Pinot Grigio, but then my friend Robin came to visit. She brought a really nice bottle of rosé. And I, I, this, I think, was right before the rosé craze became a craze. And it's like I was, I'd always thought of rosé as like that shitty stuff at an Italian restaurant where they just kind of mix the two together. And <laughs> here you go. It's pink. And it was really good. And then that got me going down that path. So right now, I, you know, and you know me. I used to have caught, I was a Cosmo or Chardonnay girl. Right now I'm a rosé Prosecco, dirty martini girl. And I'm sure at some point that will change. Mm -hmm. Possibly. Donna, no disrespect there. It is a good question. <laughs> I'm just teasing because we know Susan is a big rosé drinker and Prosecco drinker for sure. Yeah. But for yeah. a long time, it was Chardonnay all the way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I was ever a big Chardonnay person. I did like it. I appreciated it. Um, I drink way more red wine now than I did before. So that's because my my palate is much more obviously sophisticated. Well, oh, for sure. Or maybe it's all that you know. You're supposed to pair it with red meat. Maybe you're just having yeah. steak yeah. night after night. No, yeah. Big old piece of cow and a glass of red wine. Yeah. You're good to go. So yeah, that's it. It. it I, well, where rosé goes better with someone who is a primarily plant based diet. That's all I'm gonna say. 
Mm-hmm. As does Prosecco or champagne. Mm-hmm. Donna, I'm calling you for the next podcast because I might have to be kicking Susan off this one. Right <laughs> in front of me. She knows damn well I don't meet every night. Um, so that's fine. I don't know. I think that was a funny one. Okay. So um, I have a couple of questions of my own. Thank you, Donna. That was great. A couple of questions of my own. And then we're going to get into a little bit more discussion questions that Donna sent. That- okay. Okay. I'm ready. Suppose you had a time machine. Would you visit the past or the future? I would visit the past. I would be afraid to go to the future because then I feel like if I saw stuff I didn't like, then I then if I went back to my current life, I'd just be upset about what was coming. Mm-hmm. But like I've already lived through the past. So just going back and seeing other stuff that like I know historically happened or whatever that I just would really like to get a better understanding of. Yeah. I would go, I would totally go through the past again. Cause I feel like if you could get in the time machine and go back, you mm-hmm. want to know what you could fix or what you could change or what you could do different or how you could mm-hmm. react different. I think that's kind well, of. I didn't even know it could change things. I thought you were just going looking. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. If you could go back and change things. Hell yeah. I'm all about going into the past. There's a few things I'd like to correct. Yeah. I'm not so sure that um, a time machine necessarily allows you to do that. I just thought, oh, I would go back and do it again, but maybe that's wrong. So I don't know, but I would still go. Oh, but even still, like, I'm not thinking past necessarily even my life, which is like, for example, I'm just pulling this out of thin air, but like go back during the times when, you know, we first settled America or, Mm -hmm. you know, go back to the Renaissance. Like it would just be cool to pick a time period that like you know about, but really only know from what you read and go and really see what it was like. you know, the only way we get a feel for it is either from reading or movie or TV depiction, right. but it'd be right. cool to really see what it was like. Yeah. Way back then. Mm-hmm. Okay. This one is a little tougher. This is a good one, but, um, and I don't even know the answer to it cause I, I couldn't, but who's your celebrity crush? Who would your hall pass be? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. God, there's no, I mean, I'm not that kind of, Oh, all right. I can think of someone. Yeah. Couldn't we? Um, You've had to really sit and think. Bridgerton. The first season of Bridgerton, that guy was hot. Yeah. He's too young for me. I'm probably old enough to be his mother, but if I could go back in time and be younger, single, and he crossed my path, mm, he was yummy. Yeah, he sure was. So you still don't know who you pick or did I just help you there? No, 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 no. I, I did. I had to think about it for a while and think about somebody that I would... Um, and I think George Clooney, very trite answer, but I think he's just a good looking dude. He's good looking older guy. He's he is for guy. sure. He is our, he is our age bracket. If I had to pick the younger. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, if he threw himself at me, I wouldn't say no, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in an elevator, if he started chatting me up, I probably would have been like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know. Yeah. I just, and I think he's funny. I yep. think he has a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. So that's always attractive, right? So I think absolutely that would be a good one. Okay. That's all. Like, I had other ones, but, you know, we're going to talk about. Here we go. Ready? Right. This is the one. Social media. Mm. Do you think it's bringing to it people together? Nope. Technology hurting personal relationships. I think in the big picture, as much as it has its advantages, and we've discussed this, I mean, I mean, how many times a day do I either... Google something or say to someone, just Google it. Like the the ability to get information so quickly and easily is great. The ability to connect with people. Like, for example, you're in Illinois. I'm in California. I'm looking at you on a screen. We're using an app. Like, you know, it's amazing. But 
you know, I worked for a company for a while where we were dealing with what it has done to our youth and the way that they get bullied inadvertently. They feel like they're missing out because everyone's putting all this stuff online. Like, and you know, they're like, I wasn't there. I wasn't invited. Mm -hmm. Um, The dissemination of false information that has created such a huge divide in our country. You know, I could go on and on and on, but I think at the end of the day, I would forego the Google ability or my shopping online, which would probably save us a shit ton of money anyway. And mm-hmm. I would um, get rid of it and go back to my Encyclopedia Britannica or going to the card catalog at the library in order to create a more balanced society because I think it's doing a lot of damage. Yeah, I think, um, and I think <clears throat> with social media, that was the main part of it for sure, I think is doing a lot of damage. I think there's good information and bad information to be had with all of it, just like you said. But I do think that there's so much that, I mean, so many studies now you're reading about how teens and young women are being so impacted with TikTok and all these algorithms, mm-hmm. Instagram, Instagram. Also, they don't know a lot. Of- I think younger people are missing out on some of the stuff that you learn socially mm-hmm. when you have to interact in person you know, instead of just like, I remember having a party for one of my kids and I looked out by the pool and they were all sitting in the chairs with their phones. Like you're at a pool party. Yeah. Get in the pool. We used to be like thrilled to get invited to a pool party. We'd be in the pool the whole time. I just feel like there's a lot of things that they are missing out on because they are so wrapped up in this world that isn't really real. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think that, that <clears throat> I think that that has taken away that goes back to the texting and just pick up the phone like in the beginning it was like can you just phone call i mean they're they're losing out on communication skills for sure and inner personal relationship building so i i'm gonna say it's probably hurting more than it's done good at this point there's there had to be a like a point where it was so good for both ways but now it's kind of it's it it, yeah it's it's 100 percent. and the problem is that they're because of how it exploded you know, there weren't a lot of, you know, rules and regulations in place of what can you mm-hmm. cannot do. And it's kind of like, for example, for lack of a better analogy, like, even though I've had discussions with people about how it might be better to lower the drinking limit here, because then kids learn to drink in the safety of their home before they go off to college, and then they're drinking and getting alcohol poisoning, everything, because it's like, they're finally like, oh, my God. But you're never going to be able to go backwards once you've gone gone to that you can't back it up it's the same with this like as much as people are trying to get rules and regulations I feel like for the most part it's too late because we didn't set any parameters when we should have correct huge problem there yeah we're all on Capitol Hill are arguing it all the time I know but it's I just don't see anything good coming of that I would agree with that so that's 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 a pretty intense one it there's a lot of discussion around it but it's also a very um you know, I, I think that people feel very closely one way or the other about it, or strongly, I should say, one way or the other about it. Yeah, I just feel like we've seen so many false things perpetuated as a result of it that, you know, I never thought I'd see the day kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, last question. Last one. Topic. Huge problem of gun violence. Ugh. Other than, really... Um, what issue or issues are most important that you see for our government to focus on? God, that's a good one. There's so many. I don't know if I could just pick one. I mean, okay. I we've would've... got, you know, we've got the whole opioid problem. We've got, you know, if you're going to go 
human human interest and all that. We've got like the opioid problem. We've got, you know, Roe versus Wade going away and all of that kind of stuff. But then we and immigration. But then we also have, you know, infrastructure that is, you know, dire need of being improved. And they keep kicking that can down the road till there's some horrible disaster. It's going to happen like Turkey and their whole, you know, earthquake and whatnot. Um, I, I feel like it's a, like the world is just a mess right now. I don't know that I could pick anything, but certainly I feel like gun violence, even though I, I know you said other than, but you know, when you, I open my little news app in the morning, CNN, five things, my New York times. And it's like, I swear lately, every other day, there's been another shooting. And yet we have these people going, Oh, it's not that it's mental health. Well, well okay. Well, you got a bunch of wackadoodles. Why are they able to get guns? It's, it's goes hand in hand. You got both problems going on. You, you know, if you get the guns out of circulation and they can't get it, it's going to be a lot harder for these things to happen period. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, the lobbyists and the people who like their guns are just like, nope, nope, nope. And they just put their head in the sand. And meanwhile, innocent people are dying left and right. Yeah. And they blame mental health and mental health is a huge issue. We can't get under control right now. Right. You know, obviously the depression with girls and just, I mean, it's huge, right. With, with girls and boys, enormous. Um, so our, certainly mental health is a big issue, but right. But mental health, you've got that issue, but they have the ability to get the guns. Yes. People throw exactly. it out mental health it's like okay yep you're right there's a lot of uh mental illness around right now so let's lock up the guns and make it hard to get because until we can get this under control wouldn't it be better for us not to have them have the ability to then just go out and shoot a bunch of people i think that it first has to start with the politicians and i'm not sure if it's our electoral system that needs to change first to get the right people in or different people in um, I don't think we can say different because everybody has the right to have an opinion in who they want in office. But I do think that there needs to be some term limits on some of these things. Yes. I think we need to be a little, I think there's um, gerrymandering going on that is very much favoring certain parties. And I think mm-hmm. that under control it all starts with government and the government. And I think that whole process needs to change in some way. I mean, you so know, if any they, of them were victims or their family members were victims just once, right? Things would be different, but it's right. very easy when it doesn't touch you to intellectualize it and to, in order to keep your constituents, instead of looking at the reality is it's a problem. Right. So there, those you know, people be, and there needs to, I think there's, I don't know what the answer is, but I think it has to start there because that's where the problems get raised to. And that's where right. the, get set and that's where the regulation gets handled and the courts all of stems from these people that have been elected or chosen by elected people so i i kind of think we need to start it there but um you know that could be someone could think differently but that all has to be changed i think because i you look at some of the people who are in office and who have ran and who are there uh, it's frightening mm-hmm. marjorie taylor green hello yeah, Sandy Hook didn't happen. Okay, psycho. No, it's anyone who loves her. I'm just not a fan. I, I, uh, I would, I it's, would. It's astounding. <clears throat> I'd be hard stretched to find anybody that really does think that she has anything good to say. She got reelected. Mm-hmm. She got reelected after all that bullshit. I know, right? So, um, I think, yeah. 
but you're right. Yes. I mean, the government has to do something and unfortunately they're not. Right. And we are the only country to have it to this degree. Um, it's just cray cray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and sad. I mean, yeah. I, you know, can't imagine being a parent with ch- school age children right now and having to send them off to school every day, given that it has been all over the map. Like it's not, oh, it's only public school, only private school, only schools in poor areas. I mean, it's, there is no um, rhyme or reason to where these things happen. And I would be just so anxiety provoking to send my kid off to school each day, like wondering, like, was some crazy person going to go in and shoot up my kid's classroom? I mean, who would have ever thought that someone would go into, you know, kindergarten classroom Mm-hmm. Andy Hook and kill, I mean, who in a, your wildest dreams, yeah. you couldn't imagine that that would happen, but it did. Yeah. And, you know, there's nothing that we're doing about it to change it from happening again. Right. So, so. it's pretty scary. Yeah. Start from the bottom up or top down, bottom up. I don't know how you want to look at it, but it's got to come from the people who are in charge, I think. And that's what needs to change. So how that system works, I think that that's just my, how I think it, but no, I mean, right. It's You're awesome. not wrong. It's just, I, it's just such a catch 22. How do you, how do you fix such a situation? Yes, that's so I, fucked up and broken. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So well, if they would vote for us for vice president and president, we would yeah. promise you all that we would do our very best to get this under control. <laughs> there you go. Perfect way to end it, Susan. Yeah, <laughs> just I'm running for office. <laughs> Susan Sipple. Uh, I could use some of Taylor's phrases from when he was a student council president in fifth grade. Um, vote for Sipple. She'll give you triple. Three times the determination, <laughs> three times the dedication, three times the, I don't know, something else. Um, it's simple. It's simple. Vote Sipple. <laughs> <laughs> I got some good slogans going. There you go. We like that. <laughs> and I might in some box somewhere still have a bunch of pens with stickers on and say vote Sipple for president. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? Cute? What a good idea. <laughs> oh, well, there. Well, um, that was a good Yes, one. Donna. Thank but, you very much. And anyone that, who wants to yeah. be in favor like Donna, uh, please feel free to yep. email us at you had me at martini at gmail.com, Instagram DM us or just text us as Melissa mentioned. You all know how to reach us. Yeah, call us, give us a call. All right. Thank you everyone for listening. Yep. Thank you guys. Adios.